321 Leon Podcast, Next Level Nerds official LARP podcast. Be sure to visit nextlevelnerd.com for all our shows and social media profiles. Subscribe to get new episodes as soon as they come out. And if you like anything that you heard in our show, please give us a review on iTunes to show your support. Today we have our usual cast of characters Evan Ruby. Hey, Joseph Gaffney. Am I still on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> He's the star of the show, really. Myself, Ashton Ruby. Three LARPers who love the LARP so much, so we want to talk to other LARPers on the internet on our podcast. Today we're only talking to ourselves. <laughs> Frontier Dawn, our usual game, had an event recently. Unfortunately, I missed it, so uh, I wanted to catch up with Evan and Joe, see how it went from the player and staff perspective. So how'd it go? Yeah, that was good. good I'm going to you for first. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, go. <laughs> I did hear a little bit from Evan, because of course I wanted to know. I couldn't the wait. he was driving home. Yeah. You just couldn't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I knew a little bit just from a little bit of hype beforehand and then a little bit afterwards and photos and whatnot, comments, um, some post event posts, uh, but everybody sounded like they had a good time, which I'm always glad to hear. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a different kind of event because yeah, I'd agree with that. We did a little, just a little something different. Uh, we did a little tomb raiding, um, and a lot more heavy on the puzzle end of things. And we actually, at one point, we had three mods that were just like smacked like against each other. Like they just kept it's going in quick succession. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't even think it was three. I think it was like four or five. We just like kept going. Like there might have been some lulls in between where you could tell like there was like a, it was a break in between. But um, that was mostly to give players the time to like, go over what we told them so they can get like a grasp on like you know whatever we're trying to like lure we were trying to release to them or this that and the other or whether it was like downtime because we were we were a little short staffed so yeah is that something like as Evan was telling me are these things that like staff wants to say hey let's try doing it this way and see how it goes as opposed to how things have run in the past where it's just kind of like you know mod set up for the next one, mod, set up for the next one. This time it was like set up for three and run them all together or whatever. I was very much like, yeah, I mean, it kind of like with the story and what we were doing, it kind of just fit. And we kind of just being short-staffed and location that we were at, at French Creek, it's just kind of served better to just like do the mods back to back to back. And then... um. You know, when we finally got the rest of the staff back, you know, it was a little easier to manage things. But, oh, okay. um, yeah, it just it just worked out, and it's something you know we tried to do. Like, I don't know how successful we were <laughs> from a player perspective. Oh, that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> how did it go? I felt like 
I mean, I felt like on our end, we did a pretty good job of, of keeping things together. Um, behind the scenes, there were a couple of hiccups. Um, but it wasn't like anything like crazy, and it was I don't think it was anything that like players would have noticed or whatever. Sure. It's mostly just like forgetting this or forgetting that kind of thing. Were you player or NPC at that shift, Evan? For the mods that were all strung together, I was actually NPC, so I was uh, a little okay. behind the scenes. Helping set up and getting all those mods off, uh, so I didn't get really get the player perspective on that. But at least from my end, still it didn't seem like there were too many hiccups or anything went awry. Yeah, and everyone I, said it was it was like they were really good mods and they enjoyed doing them. Yeah, so at one point we brought everybody down from. We were like, oh, we're going to travel to this place. So then they appear, they're supposed to like go down to the field area um, on the French Creek camp, if you're not familiar with it. Um, the main hall where we kind of like eat and everything is like on top of the hill. And then there's this long driveway like through the woods. Like, <laughs> gets that, longer like, every oh. time you walk it. Yeah, yeah. it wraps around because it's like a, on a pretty big hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wraps all the way around, which kind of like worked out to kill time, I guess. Because <laughs> everybody had to like walk down and then, you know, but we didn't want to, that was one of the things. We didn't want to make people walk up and down like too much. So we're like, oh, sure. make them walk down. And then we were like, they fight in a field and they got to go find some things, um, some puzzle pieces to like unlock the door to the tomb. And then so they're they're putting all that together, and then like as they're doing it, they get attacked, and they have to get inside. So it kind of like added a little pressure to it. And then once they get inside, um, there's like a little bit of a break, but they don't even get like I don't think they got like what like ten feet in, and they got attacked again. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. And then, but that was like as soon as the players kind of like did um, did something that kind of like tripped these um they were called like kapara and they were kind of like uh how do you say they were kind of like a symbiotic relationship to the people who lived there before so they kind of like it wasn't like necessarily like servitude or whatever it was kind of like mutual whatever right well they did explain that at one point they weren't slaves they were servants yeah (laughs) No one was forced into this servitude. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when they realized that, like, the people were, like, humans or whatever, because they hadn't seen humans in so long, and the place where the players went was, like, uh, kind of, like, Egyptian-style, like, um, they realized, like, you know, once they realized the players are human, then they're like, you know, oh, these are our, our masters are back or whatever, or whatnot. Um, so they stopped attacking them or whatever and kind of, like, help them out and then um while that was like going on we were like changing the scene that they had just passed to like put up all these like different um hieroglyphs like or pictures of like what had happened like the story of this like nation or whatever like along like the tree line and making these like little blocked off paths and everything and then like you know as soon as the players got then we had to like move the one door that they just got in to like set up the next door that was like the gateway out of the room that they just got in. So it was like a little hectic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think it worked out. 
I think you told a story about doing something similar in a different game that you were either just NPCing or staff, or you kind of had to like <laughs> set up something and then like run around, take a shortcut so the PCs could do something else. Oh, kinda, that was like, uh, within the same mod or something. So. That was when I played uh, these twin characters. Yeah. Um, who were brothers. They were both demons. And the one was like, um, how was it called? They were like, like stuck in a drawer, right? Or something. It was like the one was like anger and the one was like sadness or something like that. Oh, yeah. So the one brother was like, he was able to move around. Yeah. And the other one was like a door. He was like mushed into a door or something. Yeah. So yeah. It like, a, like the like same a, thing where you had a quick kind of scene change. In the same <laughs> area. Yeah. But that's cool. Um, we talked to some other staff once and they were talking about ways they do that where they have sort of limited space and limited staff so they kind of create barriers so they can do quick scene changes and do a little bit more with the same space uh, same thing so players don't have to run around as much and uh, keeps things kind of fresh and on the fly yeah definitely so that's cool and this was Saturday morning or right I don't know why anytime someone tells me a LARP story, I picture it in the dark, like <laughs> running around in the in the dark woods. Like I always start our game in the dark, so maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the things I remember was walking around in the dark dark and hoping I don't get attacked and killed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Um any other highlights? Oh man, there's a ton of lore this event. I was going to say, it sounded like, from what you're telling me, it was a lot more kind of RP, uh, lore, storytelling, interacting, more so than, like, big, huge battles or whatever, just kind of from what you're telling me, briefly. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely fighting, as always, um, and I was actually NPC for, well, it wasn't really a big battle, but we tried to give it the feel of them being ambushed for, like, when they arrived in the desert. And then uh, we had a big fight in the afternoon. And then our usual, you know, something comes by town and wants to mess us up. <laughs> but, I mean, the highlights of the event, I would say, were definitely the things we learned and the interaction with NPCs and everything like that. It was kind of cool uh, from a staff perspective. We were We just had our weekly staff meeting. Uh, Monday night, and um, we 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 right after the event, like you know, um, we try and have like a meeting where we just kind of like talk about what we loved from the event, just mm-hmm. as kind of like a decompress or whatever. Or... Yeah, like a decompress to talk about like things we love, so we keep a positive attitude about everything, and so that was like one of my biggest things and a couple other people was just like how much lore we were able to like get across to the players and how much we were able to see the players kind of like um i can't think learn or appreciate or no like just kind of like feedback to us like talk about like things that they have experienced or like ask the the lines of questioning that they asked was like really good and it and a lot of like what players had thought you know was like is this happening this way or that happening that way and a lot of like a lot of people were on like good paths so it was like it was like man it was like it felt really good because like it felt like 
number one, like people really appreciate like all the work we put into the lore. But like not only that, like we did a good job of like, <laughs> you know, conveying what we were trying to do in the lore, you know, that sure, were released yeah. over the past like two years. And so like at this event was a really good um event where we just kind of put all the lore like that we had already like passed out the players like into focus and really sort of like nailed down and concreted some some very important things that are going on in the game and like the history of like different characters of different gods and, and all kinds of stuff like that and it's like and some of it like we can answer and some of it we can't so some of it's just like you know, <laughs> just like it sucks. And some of it, like, I gotta be honest, like, some players are just like spot on. And I'm like, I can't tell you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But it's, it was, it was really good. Like, and it's funny because it's the second time I've had the opportunity to kind of do. Um, the first time was when I played the Mungu, uh, which is our mushroom race. Uh, they have like a grave mine, which is where all their knowledge is kept. And I played that character and kind of did this thing where we kind of like went through some allure. I just allowed players to ask questions and I would give them like very like morbid answers. Like I wouldn't give them direct answers, but like this time, um, I was playing a character who was, uh, it was kind of a real reveal at this, at this game, uh, at this event, it kind of wasn't that fate isn't just fate it's actually a real god so that was like a big kind of a little theme but a big reveal in this event in my opinion and i don't know if that was like conveyed or whatever but the character that i played was like an oracle of fate and you know when players were asking me questions like it was kind of like cool because i could be a little more direct with my answers because Mm. You know, there's certain things as a, as an oracle of fate that I just I know. You know, um, and it's cool to kind of deities in the game, correct? Yeah, it's one of the gods in the game. Listening, <clears throat> not just. And there was some pretty like deep reveals, like as far as that uh, god is concerned, um, compared to the other gods. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How much I, could, I don't know how much I could say. <laughs> I know everything we were, we were talking about that about doing an episode where we talk about you know what's acceptable to say and like when you haven't been to an event like what are people that's what I was gonna ask can tell you <laughs> and what they can't tell you and I kind of feel like I'd rather there's some like mysteries and stuff like that that I feel like hey you got to come to the game and you kind of kind of like get yourself into it like you shouldn't like know ahead of time but you know if you're a current player. If you're a current player, like I don't, I don't mind telling you things because I kind of feel like, you know, you're, you're familiar to the game. You've experienced a lot in the game, and if you've been around the other players, wherever I feel like, you know, we have that downtime where it's like a month between each event, and mm-hmm. real time, quote unquote, passes with your character. Like a month's time passes, so at some point, you've had a conversation right, with somebody right. about this. So I don't feel like I feel like it, we're a little more loose about that kind of thing um game a game i went to in the past like wasn't so loose about stuff like that so it was like oh yeah you can't say like you know (laughs) they weren't there like they don't know and it's like so nobody told them like uh, okay whatever i mean that's just the choices you make i guess with your lore i would i think just people 
understand and and kind of like pick up where the story is at and be able to go from there without like you know maybe specific things you got to talk to other characters about uh and while you're at the game that's because i think that you know specific things can build relationships with your character and other characters in game as well as camaraderie between players and and friendships in and out of game that you can develop and i think those things are important so sure but there's also the just enjoyment of the game and i mean sort of the i don't know my assumed uh nature of most people who play these kind of games is they want to know as much as they can and uh, you know like our game has a lot of really interesting stuff going on lore wise that's on the website and then happens in the game and it's just like sometimes reading people's like after event posts is like oh that sounds cool Ooh, that was cool like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what was, is that all about <laughs> yeah even i was there i was like oh i missed that what's that cool you know and it's just something it's just the nerdy nature of like being super into something you know what i mean like oh yeah absolutely uh, and, and it's kind of one of the things that's cool about like a small i don't know how to put it but a small time larp where it's you know it's almost like you're your personal D and D game where the DM might create their own world and lore or whatever, you know, this small group of less than a hundred people have kind of worked together to create this world. So it's not like, it's not like you can go to the D and D wiki page or forgotten realms, you know, lore book or whatever. It's like, I got to ask Joe or Josh or Pat or Tiff about <laughs> the lore yeah. that they wrote, you know, more so than I could just find it on Reddit or whatever. Um, and it's just, you know, wanting to be involved and, and know about it and learn more and be excited about it. Um, but also that balance of like, what's the proper role play of that? Like, you're right. Oh, like, I wasn't oh, there. I wasn't Izzard this weekend, I get, but I think that's some of the weird things like with our lore is that there are a couple of the gods that, um, well, <laughs> two of which are, are like are under my like belt as far as like you know i'm the one pushing their lore or pushing the ideas of them and one of them is fate and the other is puck and in the game there isn't a lot of information about them and that's kind of how i wanted them to be like i didn't want them to be um like out in the open and like everybody knows about them mm-hmm. um as far as like what they're about so there's a lot of mystery around them and it fits with like their lore um sure if it's a god of mystery you might not know everything about it (laughs) exactly and but like some of it's like i mean like (laughs) i'm gonna get a bunch of like maybe i'm gonna get a bunch of messages after this but like um you know if if somebody was like oh man i really kind of like the idea like that you're going with puck like i want to know more about him like i would tell people more about something that they were interested in you know what i mean like it's just that nobody's really broached the question Mm -hmm. and so up until this time i never really had anybody ask me the question oh is fate a real god like until like not even this event the, the the event right before this somebody asked me in character to a character that i played you know um i said well i said something along the lines of like you know some saying about like fate, you know, like, um, uh, like the eye of fates behind uh, upon you or something like that. And the player was just like, ah, whatever. Like fate's not really fate's like more of an idea and then a God. And I was like, are they, 
<laughs> and I just kind of left it at that. <laughs> and they were like, wait, so is it a god? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I've always wondered that question. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things I like to do. Like, if, you know, if you, if you play Wishling, uh, there's like a whole private Facebook page that I run um, right. from time from time to time <laughs> when I have time That's to brilliant. jump on there and interact with everybody. Um, but it's just about like Wishling lore and Harshorn lore. And I love to get in depth with that kind of stuff. Like some of the other kingdoms and other stuff that I've wrote or whatever for frontier dawn. Um, you know, they're a little more forward or like a people, general knowledge kind of thing. Yeah, or people have kind of like taken it upon themselves to kind of create like lore around it. Like, um, like Il Parande is one of the one of the biggest ones where I, a lot of players have kind of like taken taken the lore and kind of made it their own in their own way. And like, I'm fine with that because you know I didn't I I wrote it and we write a lot of these kingdoms in a way that like players can like insert like a family that they're a part of that they come from a lineage and everything like that so you can kind of create that and fluff out the game and something that you care about and i think that just goes as far as you know i think we talked about that before but just like when you can own something in the game in a sense like your story and your characters like story and where they come from it really makes it like unique and special to you so Mm -hmm. cool as soon as this airs, I'm going to get a ton of messages. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, make, it would make sense in game, I suppose. Like, if your character was interested in that, you might know more than other people. But uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite things is like, there's a there was a player who I'm not going to mention him by name because I don't want to feel bad because I and I don't think you should feel bad. But he kind of like he didn't really like when he. I'm saying he shouldn't have said he. Uh, <laughs> they didn't like. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't like when they rolled or you know drew cards for the their god that they were kind of like born under or whatever, and they got fate, and it wasn't the one that they wanted. Mm. And now, though, that person's really kind of like taken it and like gone with it. And uh, I hear them all the time like say different stuff like you know about fate and about like this that and the other like and he's kind of i don't know if it was his intention originally with his character but now he's kind of like he plays his character like he's like oh you know like he just does whatever and he's just like the fates decide or something like that you know kind of thing and it's really cool to like see how it's like character and i like how like aloof his character is about it because like i feel like in a general sense of like knowledge about lore that a character might have like the average person in that world in the world of like frontier dawn from Erolin or whatever um and from the kingdom he's from like wouldn't know that much about fate so they might just be like you know like whatever happens happens like that's what fate decides you know kind of thing and i really like the role play that twist he's like put on that on something that he didn't really choose and he could have switched and I kind of convinced him, like in a wheeling and dealing way, to like stick with it because I didn't have anybody else that was like had fate. <laughs> and now there's a couple, so. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's I'd... actually it's actually a really good god skill. Yeah, I was just reading it. Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> that came up this event. Someone said something. They had it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I always think that's cool. Like when you come up with a character and then you have this and that in your head and then you play the game and then something comes up that really catches you and you just say, okay, no, that's just part of my character and I'm going to run with that. I think that's always a real cool organic way to, you know, role play and develop a character. I love those moments. And there's a character, um, who comes to our game, who's kind of become or started to become different than what they originally intended. And I can't really say what it is cause it's definitely a secret, but it's really cool. Um, thanks for the teeth. <laughs> Imagine something cool. Well, nah, say, I mean, Neptune is really not what I originally intended, but yeah, yeah, you said he, that uh, yeah, he's focused on healing mostly. And, uh, I had this, I don't know, more of like a multi-classing bard rogue thing in my head at the beginning, but I kind of dropped all of his pirate stuff. Like, (laughs) Occasionally it comes up that he's from White Cloud, but he doesn't really talk about it much and it doesn't influence much of his decisions. (laughs) Just with the old days, that's when I was a bad boy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I did say, someone asked me how I had so much money, and I said, helps pays off to be a pirate or something like that <laughs> yeah said that this last event <laughs> nice yeah i actually uh this this event when introduced a character called zosimos um friday night and i just i had it in my mind to play the character a certain way and then when like it, the closer it got to the mod the more i was like no i'm gonna play the character this way and make him um, act in such and such a way and and actually like it was like it was a little different than I normally play characters but I played him like he didn't really want to like interact with people and he was kind of like standoffish and he was perturbed that everybody was interrupting his like evening tea and his book reading and <laughs> it was funny because like well, that all came across uh, by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh well i made it pretty obvious like i didn't <laughs> i didn't hold back at all and i <laughs> i said like ah oh, did i say that out loud i'm so sorry like please leave <laughs> but like, it's funny because like tip i totally like it was another moment where like i probably staff was probably like oh you son of a bitch <laughs> you know somebody from staff was like you son of a bitch joe like you totally like pulled <laughs> pulled a quick one on me and like change something but when she brought them all, i was like yeah you bring them all in there and like you know this is where i'm staying or whatever this character's staying in this place and so she's bringing everybody to like help them with information about uh the five nations which is like was an old treaty in the game before the players like arrived to the new continent um so they're trying to like find the history of the five nations and these people who were these different kingdoms who were a part of this and maybe even try and like reinstitute the five nations or something like the five nations like now to fight a war that you're trying to fight so they need information and they're coming to the hall of the five five nations that the manga have kind of like secretly hid away and put like under an illusion so people couldn't find it um but this character is like staying there as like a good gesture of goodwill between this character and the mungu and so when she brings everybody in he was like not expecting them to be there and i let <laughs> i was like totally like turned it on her because she was like she's like oh, i brought guests and i'm like 
why are they here? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I didn't want any company. <laughs> but it was like... That's my me time. Yeah, I was. but it was like, the thing was like, I'm also trying to like, be allowed to stay there. So it's like, we're stepping on each other's toes, but like trying to do this like, awkward dance of like, I don't want to upset you and you don't want to upset me. So let's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, so like half the, half of the time, like when me and um, Tiff interacted, we were kind of doing this, like, like, Oh, I hope they're not upsetting you. And you know, as she was going and I was like, Oh no, they're not too much. Maybe they could leave soon though. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> it's like back and forth. Nice. <laughs> and then, um, Mike, Mike, um, and, uh, player comes to our game a lot. He played, uh, which you guys both played, Unbound. These, like, freed familiars who don't have masters. Or, I guess that's the way to put it or whatever. They're not on their control line of anybody. They're, like, free mm-hmm. to roam around. And so Mike played one. And he's, like, he was an Earth familiar, Unbound. And he just had this, like, really stoic, like, he's, like, the best part of when everybody was there was when they didn't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think at one point he said that to a player. And it's funny because, like, Mike is the most endearing guy ever. Like, he's really nice. He's really sweet. But he just kind of, like, went with this role and just, he just, like, nailed it. And he was just so, I didn't give him too much direction, but he just sort of, like, he just sort of nailed it on his own and kind of developed it as he went. And it was cool to see, like, to see that it was kind of the same thing I did with you guys where I was like, all right, this is what you're going to play, like develop it as you will and kind of make it your own. And at one point <clears throat> during that mod, I actually went outside and he was like, where are you going? Do you want me to like make these people leave? And I kind of told him like, <laughs> you know, he had this thing where like, if the players like fight him or try and like antagonize me, like he would just hit them with like knockbacks and just like every time he hit them, he would just increase it by like five. So he would just keep hitting them farther away and they wouldn't be able to do anything. Um, <laughs> but like he never had to do that. But at one point I'm like, I was like, oh no, I'm going outside. Like just make sure they don't steal my books. Actually, you know what? Come with me and stand in at the door because we're going to do this this ritual outside and I don't want anybody to disturb us. And that was actually like it was an experiment. It wasn't like I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> so like the person who was involved, quote unquote, could die or whatever. And um, so like I made him like block the doorway. And I heard like players like trying to be like, I have to go outside and see what's happening. Like there might something dangerous might be out there. And he's like, I can't let you pass. Like you can't, you can't go by. And they're like, I'm going to move you. And he's like, he's like, he like potatoed his head or whatever. Like put the hand over his head. He's like, you can't move me. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty funny. Oh, and then, like, he's supposed to, like, he was, like, bringing me tea. And then he's like, do you want me to bring tea to, like, I think, like, I think it was, like, another player named Mike who was across from me. And he, like, set all his things on the table. And I guess, like, he was like, oh, like, oh, he's, like, interacting with this person. And I was just like, um, no, don't bring tea yet. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I like this person. (laughs) 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 But I just, I did that with everybody. Like, it was like... I don't know. I don't know how that character was received. I didn't see too much feedback about it, but I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. Was, I mean, you need a game with uh, a variety of characters and 
you know, if everybody that shows up to town, everybody meet is your best friend, like, yeah, it gets a little stagnant or boring or obvious, you know? Um, yeah. And it, and it sounds like it wasn't necessarily, you know, antagonistic or bad guy, but it was a little like, yeah, I don't we know did wear a about mask. you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. The mask was pretty sweet. Yeah. Hey, you like that? Yeah, I like that a lot. Everybody's trying to like heal me because they're like, is that mask like part of your face? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, I'll heal you. And I was like, but that would mean that you would undo what I did to get this way. And I don't really want you to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of just left it at that. I left it like cryptic, like I messed up my face on purpose or something. Um, find out in game. We've all been here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I guess that was sort of my question I, we talked about earlier was... I kept hearing like all oh, this lore was dropped. Oh, we dropped all this lore, and I was like, I wasn't there for all this lore. Like, I wanted the lore. Do I gotta wait thirty days or whatever? <laughs> More this month. Yeah, five weeks till the next event. At least a couple. The extra last weeks event of the year. And so I was like, <laughs> well, was what's? Event, and it was more like. I want to know, but I also want to respect whatever staff's wishes, if any, or whatever. You know, like. You know, I'm not. Uh, the most experienced LARP, but I know people might have certain ideas or whatever about how things are shared in game and call it whatever you want out of game, metagaming, whatever. Um, you know, because like sometimes you can kind of parcel out what you know and what your character knows, but that, you know, kind of creates a problem for yourself. Um, so anyway, it's like yeah, if I mean, staff I, doesn't want me to know, then that's fine. I'll wait. But if they don't no, care, then totally it's understand. like, yeah, I, I can know. totally understand the metagaming thing. And the thing is, is like, I guess what I kind of mean with like, I don't mind players knowing stuff is like, if something happened to it, like an individual character, like for instance, um, a player that goes to our game, Kenny, something happened to him, and it happened just him, and nobody else saw it. I'm not going to say that to anybody sure, ever, right. because that was like his experience or like what happened to you when, you know, um, last month, you know, with all of the special stuff or whatever, and you got whatever happened to you, like whatever was said or whatever, that's like just for you. And however much you tell the players is like up to you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in a general sense, like saying like the players went to the desert and discovered this like Egyptian race of people and, you know, and discovered what happened to them and what the Janja did to them. And, and, you know, the crater that was outside the pyramid that where they all blasted away or whatever. Um, I don't think that's like, that's not everybody there's, heard that. Right, yeah. There's no harm. So in everybody's going to talk sure. about that. There's no harm. In that. That's right. not a personal. Yeah. I can totally see like per, from a personal standpoint, metagaming like something you wouldn't know because only this player experienced it and they're not going to tell so i can understand that but as far as like the general plot of the event i don't think like in my opinion i don't think i would i would hold back on that right so for example like the last event (laughs) yeah (laughs) the last event i was present to like a lot of uh lore for the dwarf race but it was because i was like taking pictures um, and while basically anyone who wanted to be in the room probably could have been in the room to hear the stuff, my character wasn't there. Um, so like he wouldn't know, but it was kind of general, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Like again, so you're, 
So you're like, I got to block that out because that was for dwarves and the dwarves were present and only the dwarves were there. So yeah. And a couple of the people who were maybe just scholarly types or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> but personally me, Ashton thought it was cool and interesting and, uh, I don't know. And I, if I guess it would only be a problem if someone asked me like, Oh, Hey, what happened on the dwarf mod? <laughs> As opposed to yeah. like just going out and sharing it or whatever. Um, but I guess that's kind of close to the situation I'm in now where it's like, yeah, I want to know what happened and it'll probably be important to my character if I show up in November, (laughs) you know, when I got to play again. Um, but also generally like, I just want to know what happened. I want to know everything that happened. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I, like I said, like I would definitely like. I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but like in a, in a general sense, I kind of spewed some of it already. Sure. <laughs> and I don't think like that's just the way the story goes. You know, it's the story is that the five nations and the players are fighting this guy who won't die called the Janja and his like undead army. And, you know, the five nations fought with him before. So like it's, you know, they're trying to piece that back together and so the Anun were part of that. And the players went to go see why they haven't been communicating with anybody for the last, like, couple hundred years. Right. Because <laughs> they did. <laughs> or are they? Or are they? Or are they? And yeah, and even <clears throat> just in a general sort of sense for the podcast, <laughs> like, when you're playing a LARP, what is what makes you a good LARPer, I guess, or or a better person to play with, I guess, in a general sense, I guess is sort of just the yeah. question I asked getting back into LARP. I mean, I think only be sort of fresh to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think like coming into the game, I think you should know what, what's going on in a, in a general sense. Like we talked about, um, specifics you'd have, I think you should ask like different characters, like what different characters have done, what different characters, um, you know, I've experienced or like what their personal stories are. That's always like important because that might shed new light on what people took away from different, you know, things that happened in the game. And maybe something happened to them that didn't happen to somebody else. You know, like they were pulled off to the side and something specific happened to their character for whatever reason. Um, but like, I want people to be up to date on the general story of the game so that when they come to the next event like in november like the players kind of like no like we're we're setting up that they're gonna go to the south and meet the dwarves and the shrotofar which are derogatorily called the salt elves but they're not actually like salt elves they're actually like elves because the Jusafar and the Dukafar are the sun and the moon, and the Svartalfar are actually uh, on their foreheads. Instead of having a sun or a moon, they have constellations on their forehead. Um, but it's like, if you don't pay attention to the stars or whatever, you wouldn't know what they are. So, <laughs> say salt it looks or like star. nothing. Stars, like they have stars uh, on the forehead. Salt. But it's a, derog- salt it's a derogatory elf. term that people call them salt elves. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i didn't get that was that said in the event yeah. no it wasn't uh, but like i think i i think i brought it up as a character before uh, uh 
But I mean, like the elf, the Alfar. We call them Alfar in our game. It's like the Norse term for elves. And um, in our, in at Frontier Dawn, like calling somebody like an elf, you know, is not something that Alfar do. They don't like the term. They don't like to be called elves. You know, just like they don't like to be called knife ears because they'll take their ears off and they'll stab you. Um. <laughs> I have heard that said before. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was something I, I did not, at this. No. I, so at this event, I was like so, like after I played the Swartalfar for so long, I had the really long like Eridani like ears, like the anime elf ears or whatever. And um, I came back into the the NPC hut with the rest of staff being in there, and somebody said something to me like, "Oh, there you are! Like, where the fuck have you been?" And I was like, "Shut up, or I'll fucking take my elf, my knife ears off and stab you with them." And they're like, "The hell you will!" And I like pulled them off of my ear, and I just started like stabbing them. And I was like, "This is highly ineffective, but you get the point. I'm stabbing you with my ears." You get the point. <laughs> yeah, fun. <laughs> so layered. Hmm, it's good. Love it. Sweet. So sounds like a good event. <laughs> yeah. So the so the next event is is they're gonna meet the dwarves in the, the Schwarzwaldfar in the south and see what's been going on down there with them. But it's kind of already off to a rocky start as far as some players know. Yikers. Tune in next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't want to say the pressure's on, but. I am expecting a lot, just sort of season finale style, you know, personally, but uh, not in a pressure way, just, just <laughs> see my face, dude, my face, like, I'm so, I don't like, I'm so hyped for this next event, like, I don't even, like, I was hyped for this event, like, really, really on point, I've been hyped for the last, like, couple events, like, um, the September, the September event was, like, you know, orcs, the red orcs or whatever, and, and the Aztec Mayan vibe, which I loved. And I was like, as soon as like that was like an idea, I was like, I want to be a part of that. Um, and I loved every minute of that. And then like this month, like with the Anun, I love like Egyptian um, mythology. I love cult- the culture. Um, I've done a like. I mean, it was one of my favorite, like, things to study, like, historically, like, in school and out of school. I love the Egyptian language. Like, it's really cool and interesting, like, um, and all the story of, like, trying to figure out what the Egyptian language even is and that it doesn't have any vowels and all this other kind of stuff. Um, and even in, like, the band that I recently started with my friend, who which doesn't have a name, we talked about having like an egyptian name as like the name of the band so salt elves <laughs> i love <laughs> salt elves <laughs> it's, not Egy- it's not egyptian um but then like this event like i'm super hyped because like i love i love vikings and i love like um dwarves and like elves and just i love like norse mythology about elves because they're so fucking badass um and what we have in store is just like it's gonna be so good. Like I'm just I can I like one thing I can hint is there's are there's gonna be another like nonstop like mod that bleeds into another mod that bleeds into another mod that bleeds into another mod and it's gonna be like really intense hmm. and 
I can't wait for it. <laughs> buying out of NPC. I was going to say, everybody's going to buy out NPC. <laughs> You're, You're not going to have any NPC. Well, that was like, dude, we were talking about that. And like, like, I'm super hyped for it. And I was just like, we need to get NPCs. Like, we need to like offer, like we are, like be on the lookout <laughs> on the Frontier page for like deals for deals for new players to come to the game as far as like, we're not going to. Sure. We're not profit. We're not going to lessen the price, but we're going to offer more <laughs> for what you you know, we're going to give yeah. more. Plus, like, I mean, to be like straightforward and honest, which we are about how we spend our money and everything like that. If you know, if you ever have questions about how Frontier Dawn and EBBBI spends their money as a nonprofit, you can just ask. Not me, Josh, Danny, or, or T, because that's not that's out of my apartment. But uh, you can ask them. It's above your non-pay grade. Yeah, but we definitely like we were we were talking about that even even today, like trying to nail down like what exactly we want to offer because we want to offer it soon and like right off the bat, because not only do we want to offer like the best experience for our players and and if they want to buy it at NPC because they want to experience like this crazy finale um, of this year that we're like putting together, but we also like want to give like new players the opportunity to come out and try the game. And I mean, like, I mean, the, the main mod is going to be like super intense. Um, and sort of like things that we're thinking about maybe cut, I don't know. Trying to think we're sort of like offering more benefits to not like buy out of like NPC, but also like, if you've been there for a while, you're going to want to buy an NPC because you're going to want to like experience the main mod. But if you're new, like I think it's like kind of thing, like you want to experience the game, um, but you don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I thought that when I played an outside story, I was like starting a new character. I was but, level but, one on main mod. Best- I was like, I'm useless and going to die immediately. <laughs> but anyway, go well, on. I was like, put it, put it for, uh, put it in an instance. Um, Tim and company, as I'll call them. Um, oh, sure. They showed his, up first his time group, last year. Season their finale. first yeah. time was the season yeah. finale. And they did like the season finale. Like they were on main mod and they had a blast. And because they had such a blast, they came back and have not like, I don't think they've missed an event ever no. uh, since they start coming. And so like, that's what I put towards like any new player was come like, you know, even like MP Singh is a, is a blast. Sure, yeah. Uh, at our game like it's just fun like you know when you NPC long enough like you guys have gotten to play characters you know there's like there's other players that we're looking at like you know Mike has played a character mm-hmm. expect more characters that are going to be played by you know players who have just like gone above and beyond on NPC shifts and you know we we're going to keep that up and there already are more and more you know players that are that are getting roles as like NPCs and like, you know, it's a lot of fun. Like if you're interested in that kind of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it's something we, we love to do at our game, but yes, we're going to offer deals to new players and old players and everything in between (laughs) because we want it. We, you know, and we're even like going out of the bounds and like, you know, asking, you know, other LARPs to, to get that NPC feel. Yeah, we're we we have a bunch of ideas. So like, I don't think, I don't think we're gonna run into the problem of we're gonna be short NPCs. Yeah, be great um, but we definitely want it to be like big and grandiose, like, and hopefully, like, we have a lot of ideas, but and hopefully, we'll be able to pull them all off. 
What the hell am I saying? We're going to pull it off. Whatever. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that. I was going to say, it's, I'm, not, I'm not worried. <laughs> and it's one of those things, like, from a player perspective, like, as, as awesome and grandiose as you picture it on staff, like, you know, we only experience what we get to see, so it's usually always awesome because there's a yeah. lot of times I think I've heard things didn't go quite right or planned, and it's like, oh, we nobody noticed. <laughs> Nobody, nobody it was, knew. It was awesome. Like, and not like a, we missed out or weren't paying attention or anything. It was just like, you know, it's it's one of those things. People are having a good time. It's it's a win. So you know, it's kind of only could have been better, maybe, but it's already awesome. So how much better do you need it to be? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, and that's absolutely. like a performing thing. Like, if you mess up, the only way the audience is going to know is if you let them know. Sure. Right. Normally. <laughs> Yeah, just that's the thing our dad taught us. It's like if you sound like you know what you're talking about, or <laughs> people believe you. People you know? believe you as long as you sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Like <laughs> that was how you wanted it to go. As long as you let people know that's how you wanted it to go. <laughs> so while I was there, I chose to take little interviews and pictures and talk to people about. A lot of different things, mostly just how the event was going and give people that maybe haven't seen the game a little actual view of it. And um, It's a little sporadic, maybe, um, but uh, it was mostly because I went by myself and gave me something to entertain myself with if <laughs> Ashton wasn't around to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, and just something else we're trying for the podcast and Next Level Nerd doing kind of... Uh on the scenes coverage, live coverage, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I don't know. I think people like that kind of stuff. They want to see what's going on and feel like they were there or whatever, you know, and vicariously. Um, so something we tried out, if people like it, we'll, we'll try to do more. It's one of those weird things you balance. Like how much do I want to share with the internet versus, you know, keep people in game and immersion or whatever, as far as LARPs specifically, you know? Um, but, we, we always try to kind of prioritize people's, you know, uh, experience and current, like being in the moment more so than us sharing stuff. But it's, it is a <laughs> tough balance, at least in my own mind. So anyway, we tried it out and want to share it. So Yeah, and I definitely appreciate all those people who got interviewed and that's really cool. I'm glad people were like open to that even during the midst of an event and, um, it's something that you said at the beginning of the game, like, you know, while we were laying on for the event or whatever, and you didn't even did like the little video where like three to one lay on, which is pretty right. cool. Um, but yeah, I think that, and I think that goes a little a long way as far as showing how like open and accepting like the LARP community yeah. is and like how people want to like, want it to grow and want to see more and more people enjoy something that's, you know, not only, extremely fulfilling but fun and you know and a great community right you know which is what this podcast is all about <laughs> yes everybody cry the feels <laughs> the feels yeah and that's something we want to get a little more into in the podcast like why we want to spend our time doing this kind of thing and why it's you know not only something we want to spend our time energy and money on but also talk about it more in depth in the podcast um so yeah, that's kind of, I don't know what you want to call it, 
peer behind the curtain or just a uh, microscope or whatever on people who are doing it and why it's why it's an enjoyable way to spend your time in life <laughs> so. oh absolutely so thanks evan for doing that appreciate it yeah yeah. Don't mind the tired looks in people's <laughs> eyes, even in Evan's oh, eyes. Real. <laughs> because, like, yeah, while LARP is fun and enjoyable, it is also very exhausting. <laughs> it's a sign of most things. It's worth, yeah, it. worth it. You know? and that was an early night, too. Like, this this uh, Saturday can go late, like, 3, 4 in the morning. We were done, like, I think around 1, maybe. Somewhere between 12 and 1. I think we... <laughs> That was more because we started closer on time than we uh, normally do, <laughs> which players have like commented on, like, "Oh, you guys like they try and start at ten, but and we're like, son of a bitch, <laughs> we'll try, all right, we're we're doing our best." Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. it is like it is important, I think, to start on time. It's you know, it's something we definitely like try tried to work on this event. <laughs> cool so we're gonna um we'll play the audio as part of this podcast uh i think we'll try to put the full video the full video will be on youtube um with our sort of wrap up of the event and all the interviews taking place so be sure to check us out there if you listen to this episode you'll hear just kind of the audio we'll cut out anything that would require <laughs> a visual but you'll hear people's interviews and what they're excited for and and uh what's going on during the event um i i can't wait because i haven't seen any of it other than my own interview yeah. which is probably best part awkward <laughs> <laughs> cool Alrighty, well thanks for sharing about this event that i was not able to event be there i uh feel like i got to be there a little bit now <laughs> it's tight Make it next time. I think I should be able to. Hey everybody, Next Level Nerds, Handsome Evan here, representing 321 Leon at Frontier Dawn this weekend. And uh, Neptune's gonna be by himself again, Tucknar, aka Ashen. Uh, couldn't make it, so hopefully he survives <laughs> without him, because he hasn't in the past. So I'm excited, I'm about to get ready and start the event, and we're going to do some interviews, mostly pre-event, you know, maybe in a costume, out of costume, and uh, maybe during and after, we'll see how it goes, you know, I don't want to break anyone's immersion or mess up anyone's gameplay, so we'll see how that goes. So I hope you all are having fun being able to LARP this weekend, and... We will see you soon. Hey guys, I'm here with Josh and Danny Yoder. <laughs> hey guys! Two of the staff here at Frontier Dawn. Uh, what is it, president and vice? Whatever, <laughs> somebody. We're <laughs> And we're getting set up and having a great time. We're excited for a great event. Anything you guys want to say? Um, I'm really excited to be doing this, you know, for charity, to be putting um, all that energy out there uh, for the whole hotline, and uh, to be doing this with some awesome crew, awesome players, and it's an awesome community behind us. Um, totally. All of Eternal Pizza Party Productions is ecstatic to, you know, just just have this uh, hobby to be able to have this outlet for people. So right. we got the best players, we got the best staff, yeah. we got amazing yep. 
props and stories, and we couldn't do it without everybody. So it's just an amazing community, and I'm so lucky to have what we got going on here. That's all right. We got it all here, Frontier Dawn. Thanks, guys. Thanks. This is Tyler Arena. Hey, what's he's up? He's one of our newer races, the Mungu. He's currently doing his makeup for that. <laughs> and he's got this super dope hat that is a mushroom top. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, this is an alt, right? Yep, it's my alt. Um, I only play him on Fridays. Um, so far, I haven't created like a huge sort of uh, base story for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna stick with my uh, my main is a wishling. Right. And uh, you're all about I, the high makeup, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I always end up playing races that have a lot of makeup, but like. The mongoose is kind of tame with makeup. I just need to make myself super, super pale because uh, right. his color's like all white. <laughs> right. And what made you decide to do that? I love the mongoose as a race. I mm-hmm. thought they were super cool. Yeah. Um, I like how they're more in tune with the earth rather than like a society. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about you actually on one of our shows oh. recently. <laughs> and how we, we were all very impressed with your role play. Oh. So we're excited to <laughs> see more you. of that. And... Uh, we hope we both have a great weekend. Thanks. All right, man. Thanks for being on show. I'm here with Mike and Austin, two more players from Frontier Dawn. And we're excited getting ready, still pre-event. What are you guys excited for this weekend? Uh, I'm excited for uh, a plot arc to, to finally close. I think that's going to uh, get the loose ends tied up this weekend and just, like, staying warm on hype alone. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, I'm I'm uh, on NPC shift tonight, and I'm been told I'm have they have two characters they want me to play that sound interesting. So yeah, looking forward to. I'm not gonna say what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna spoiler, find no, out. No spoilers. Yeah. We don't like spoilers. Maximum yeah. body count. Yeah, they always do oh, great. <laughs> they always do great with plot here and really interesting characters and getting asked to play one's always exciting. My brother and I have done that once, and we really yeah, enjoyed and it. And like, if you're not happy with just one character, like you want to play so many more, like they they have alts and everything, like you. Oh yeah. T- Two of your, both of your characters are completely opposite in, in a lot of things, and it's really cool that you can play those characters. You know? yeah. yeah, the freedom they do is pretty great. Yep. yep. All right, thanks. Hopefully we'll see you during the event. We're here with Mike Oves, Applejack in-game, getting ready for the events. Yep. How are you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, if I can figure out how to work my sweater. That's always the trouble. Getting always ready. the trouble. You're Absolutely. frantic. You get here. That's right. Got to figure out where to put your stuff. Get your stuff on. Get ready. Yep. Yeah. Got anything you're excited for this weekend? I'm just generally excited in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. <laughs> well, that's the word from Mike Hubs. Excited to be like, here. Uh, yeah. I just I don't know. I feel like it being as part of the, like the in-game leadership, I'm kind of tangentially involved in everything. Yeah. That's, so that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You know, there'll probably be some new language I have to decipher. This you know, wakes me up in the morning at least. Right, yeah. yeah. Reason to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you in game. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah. Guys, we're here with Amy Logue. Hi. She was our interviewee for the new Talarp, so yep. you're back for your second event. Yeah. You're excited? Yes. Yeah? You brought something special with you this time? Um, yes, actually, we brought tea this time to add to our gin corner. Wow, pretty <laughs> impressive, guys. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you just kind of came in and took over part of the year. Pretty much, yeah. We <laughs> and were everyone like, was cool with it. Like, anyone use this corner? No. So, we have a star corner now. <laughs> <laughs> you excited for anything specific this event? Um, 
Yeah? Did you so, flesh out your character a little more? A little bit. I have a more of an idea of where I want her to go. So That's cool. That's always good to get that uh, you know, train going and figure out where you want to go, where you want to be. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you during the event. Okay, Thanks for being on. good. All right. Bye. <laughs> hey, everyone. Evan back here as Neptune. Got all my accoutrement on. Got my uh, warm weather gear going. So hopefully I'll survive the chill we got going on here, but still have a good time. Actually, I think I might have too many layers on, but that's probably a good thing. Alrighty, I think I'm all ready to go get set and register and get ready to lay on. Hey everybody, getting here pre-lay on. I'm here with Mike Strukoff. Hiya. He is, uh, used to be Easy Pickens, now he's not. He's been that's here right. for good, almost a year now. Yeah, it'll be a year next month. Yeah, that's cool. What are you excited for this event? Um, well, I'm one step closer to, uh, to making it the full year and hitting 10. Yeah? Just, just hit 9, I'm, I'm getting really close to that. That's an exciting point. Absolutely, it's like the halfway, it's the, the, the pivot to, to the advanced stuff. Um, right, right. I'm look, really looking forward to, to getting up there. And you're our newly elected chair. Yep. I, I run this place. That's pretty much, pretty much true. <laughs> I, I, I anticipate that I won't have to do anything because everybody likes abiding by the laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see but, how that goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, if I don't have to do my job, then we'll be fine. That's right. But, but you know, if, if you gotta crack down, you, you have to be firm and loving at the same time. <laughs> that's a good chair. That's why I voted for him. Alright. for Bellamy, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Bellamy, Mike, we will see you in game. See ya. Hey everybody, this is our tavern all put together. They put a lot of work into making some immersion here at Frontier Dawn. We think they do a great job. You know, there's no red plastic cups here. You know, they got all pewter. And they do a really great job at decorating and creating atmosphere. Here's a look at all of our shrines that we've collected from all the gods. Very cool stuff. And this is our new gin corner. Some of the players to put together, like we talked to Amy earlier. Very cool stuff. Hello! Here with Rob Peterson. He is a player here at Frontier Dawn, but staff member at Weird. We recently had him and his friends on mm -hmm. talking about that, and they just had their alpha event. Yep, pretty much if it sings or it sneaks, I'm partially responsible for writing it. Nice. And uh, what do you do here? At, uh, or talk about your character at Frontier All right, Dawn. So I mean, much like with Weird, if it sneaks, I'm more than likely responsible. <laughs> I thought you were going with that, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, are you excited yeah. for anything this event? I'm just excited for this event in general. I don't think I've ever had a bad event here. Oh, yeah, I can agree with it. And uh, anything on the horizon for Weird in your future? Uh, keep, look, uh, keep, uh, keep looking for stuff. Okay. Yep. That's good enough. <laughs> Alright, thanks, man. Evan and Joe here, 321, ready about to start the event. Joe, of course, is on staff, so he's busy as always. Yeah, got my hair and shirt ready. <laughs> nice. You got any, uh, anything you're excited about or you're not allowed to share yet? I'm uh, excited for some stuff going on later tonight. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, they always do a great job. <laughs> Joe does a lot of props and a lot of uh, characters. Uh, a lot of props as well. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff to get a lot of like little things that like added up, and we weren't 
too great at like keeping track of them, so there's a couple we forgot or like didn't get to finish. But well, I'm sure it'll still be great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll let you get to it. Yeah. See you out there on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> hey guys, we're here on our second day of Frontier Dawn. We're here doing our NPC shift. Just went out to do a wake up call for everybody. So hopefully they're ready for the day. You guys having fun ready to oh, take down some PCs? Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. See you the rest of the day. Getting uh, some makeup done for my NPC shift. We're being radiated by wasteland deserts. Got some finished products over there. This is a big part of NPC, getting into quick character and adding uh, to the scene, trying to uh, immerse a little more. Casper's doing a great job. <laughs> hey, here with Tiffany, one of the staff members of Frontier Dawn. Hello. We're currently in the hurry up and set everything up for the PCs while they don't get too antsy, avoiding nature. <laughs> we have about three mods going off in succession. So we got everything set up now, and now we just gotta wait for everyone to show up and let it all go. You having a good event? I am. I am super excited about this event because Patrick and I basically wrote most of the day. Yeah. So we, we collaborated with a lot of awesome people, and I like typed out most of the mods. So we're really heavily invested in. <laughs> yeah, they're working hard. How, how how it goes, and we are really hoping that people have a lot of fun on this. We're really excited about the lore behind all this too. So. Yeah, it's super interesting. So hopefully they get all that and yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks. Thanks. Neptune's back. I uh, finished my NPC ship, so I'm ready to spend the rest of the day uh, doing my PC. See what the town got into while I was gone, and hopefully survive the night. Because there's been a couple nights Neptune did not, so <laughs> hopefully uh, we got something exciting to plan. And I'm sure they do, because they always do a great job here at Frontier Dawn. Hey everybody, just uh, finished a tough fight. You know, I'm a healer, so a lot of running around, make sure everyone's gonna make it back. Oh man, it's always a rough one. Might have, might have been our maiden mod. I don't know. Um, side note: I realized no one can see my eyebrows in this costume, which uh, takes a lot of my expression away. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they always do a great job keeping us on our toes and putting up a good fight. So still excited to see what happens in store for the rest of the night. Some newcomers to Frontier Dawn. You want to introduce yourselves? Um, my name is Veronica. I'm Javier, and this is our son Aramis. Aramis. Yeah, great to see you guys and meet you. What do you guys think so far? Uh, we love amazing. it. It's fun. It's interesting. It's fun. Different. For my first time, it's pretty amazing going LARPing. I'm great. more, even though I'm, I'm more NPCing and I'm helping with uh, photographs now. <laughs> yeah, still an important, so, fun part. Yeah, Great to see fun. everything and get to know all the roles and yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough part. Different of uh, all the LARPs I've been to. Yeah, you guys been LARPing for a while. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go uh, to like Equinox um, before Equinox, they uh, Legacy, closed, but and all those other ones. Cool. Tried Seventh K, but yeah, this one seems pretty, pretty good. Oh yeah, we love it here. Yeah. Great. Well, hopefully we'll see you guys some more, and uh, we're happy to have you. Thank, Thank you. We're here one. Just finished the event. Had a pretty good one. Uh, we had a mid-event main mod, which is exciting, and then uh, you know, more. Lore drops tonight. It's exciting to stick around and get those and just interact with some NPCs. But 
I am exhausted, as you can probably see. <laughs> so I'm gonna hit the bed, and uh, that's it for uh, Handsome Evans 321 lay on event <laughs> interviews. <laughs> all right, good night. I'm here with Pete, one of the staff members. Vince all finished, we're all mostly packed up. Yeah. How, how do you think it went? I think it went pretty good. I think it was a lot of war that we dumped this event. Oh yeah. A and uh, yeah, we spent like two hours in the end, everyone just sifting through all the war and piecing it together. And there's a lot of cool um, breaks in the deep war that was really tragic and sad with some cool laughing moments this month. So I think it went really good. A lot of big reveals of stuff we've been working on since day one. So yeah, hopefully great. people are really enjoying it. Oh yeah, we love it here. It's always great. Like you know, we have a lot of big events and combat and stuff. But the Lord and stuff they work on is, you know, top notch. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of lore dropped about like the sun, the, the sun god of the Anun and uh, <clears throat> his fallen followers and what the Janja and like what the Five Nations were doing to try and defeat him and all that. And that was like war that like we've been itching to drop for like a long time. So it's finally to see and seeing everyone's face light up as they're piecing the person like, oh my gosh, like that event like two months, two yeah. years ago. We got an event in June of last year, and they're like, oh my gosh, that has connections here. Like, they're right. just like putting together p the pieces, and they're like, uh, that aliens guy, they're like, was aliens the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oops, now I'm gonna get scanned from staff because I said it was aliens uh, the whole time. It's caught, I'm cutting their uh, cannon now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks again for all you guys do, and uh, we had a great event, and we'll see you next month. Take care. This has been 321 Lay On Podcast, Next Level Nerds LARP Podcast. Go to nextlevelnerd.com to connect with us. If you like movies, television shows, gaming, and of course LARP, just search for Next Level Nerd on your favorite podcasting app or on iTunes, Spotify, even YouTube. Google us, I'm sure we'll show up. Become part of the herd. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our Patreon page, our website, all our social media, Facebook, Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember to spread the word, spread the nerd. Meh. There's no edits this episode until I fucked up the end. <laughs> that was probably my bad, because I was like, meh. No, I was actually reading something for once, and it screwed me up for some reason.